Good morning, everyone. Morning. Um, we're going to look at the book of Proverbs for, for the next month or two. Um, so we're just beginning that uh, today. So maybe if you have your Bible with you or if you want to use one of the red Bibles that, that are provided, um, Proverbs chapter 1 or page 635 in the red Bible. Just going to ring, read verses 1 uh, to 7. The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, for gaining wisdom and instruction, for understanding words of insight, for receiving instruction in prudent behavior, doing what is right and just and fair, for giving prudence to those who are simple, knowledge and discretion to the young. Let the wise listen and add to their learning. Let the discerning get guidance for understanding proverbs and parables, the sayings and riddles of the wise. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Some years ago, I was on a tea break at work. That was always my favorite time at work. One of my workmates had made some, she was newly married and she was just very pleased with herself because she'd made some scones and she brought them in for us to eat. So I took mine and I put some butter on it uh, and she was watching our, our uh, faces as we tried these scones but our faces couldn't hide the, the disgust. They were revolting. They were the worst thing I had ever tasted. She had forgotten to add the caster sugar. And boy, did that make a difference. She didn't follow the recipe. Christian life is a bit like that too. And God gives us a sort of recipe uh, to live our lives, our new lives in Jesus, to live them in Him well. And He, he gives us kind of four uh, ingredients. And I think that we are very familiar uh, with three of them. Uh, we know three of them quite well, but, but one's a bit uh, neglected. First thing I just want to draw to your attention very quickly is, is the, probably the most important one. That's the gospel. That's, that's when we repent and we trust in Jesus and, uh, and we begin our, our walk. Uh, and Solomon has even agreed with us here in verse 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. That's the most important thing, that we get into that relationship uh, with Jesus. The second thing is that we live a life in obedience to his word, the Bible. And the third is that we bring everything, every, every little problem that we have, every worry, every concern, in prayer. You may be saying, I've done that. I, I do all that. I, I do that well. Uh, but for some reason, just for some reason, I keep moving from one disaster in my life to the other, one spiritual car crash or crisis uh, to the next. But what about that fourth ingredient that we're maybe not so familiar with? And what is it? Well, according to Solomon, it's wisdom. Wisdom. And this book that we're about to look at, and we're going to spend some weeks in, is a wisdom book. 
So along with Job and Psalms and Ecclesiastes and Song of Solomon, these are all wisdom books, but we're going to concentrate on the book of Proverbs. Wisdom books help us deal with the realities of life, of the very real issues, so it will be a very practical look um, into this. Wisdom books help us to deal with things like death and marriage and relationships and sex and money and family. It will be a very practical uh, book to look at. As you think about this, maybe you'll realize that wisdom is that ingredient that is missing in your mix, in your walk uh, with the Lord. So over the next uh, lot of weeks, we're going to look at the book of Proverbs and just consider this subject of wisdom. So I would ask you just maybe to take a step back in your own life, just maybe review how things are going. If you look back at last year, what was your biggest mistake? Just in there, just consider that, ponder that. What was your biggest mistake that you made as a Christian? Could it have been avoided? Sometimes so things just happen because God has led us there and it's in his will. But there are other things that we need to be aware of that God gives us the ability to deal with and to, to deal with ourselves. He gives us the, the opportunity to change the outcome by making wise decisions. The reality is God gives us a free will in our lives. And with that comes the responsibility to, to understand that for every decision that we make, there will be an outcome. There will be a consequence. And maybe we need to add that little last ingredient to our mix. Wisdom. If your Bible's open, keep your, let's keep our Bibles open today and we'll work through these uh, seven verses. And we'll begin here by looking at verse 1. And it begins like this. It says, The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel. So the first thing that we're confronted with there is the word proverb or proverbs. What is a proverb? I have a couple of my favourite non-biblical proverbs, okay, to begin with, just to to introduce us. So um, one of my favourite TV philosophers is is Homer Simpson. And and he said, if something's hard to do, then it's not worth doing. There's an old African proverb says this, this one's brilliant. If your neighbour wrongs you, then buy each of his children a drum. Think about that one. I had a boss who, who lived his whole life by little proverbs uh, like this. If, if we needed to gather money and but we weren't quite getting it all into the business, that month he would say, half a duck is better than no dinner. If we were going to a meeting, he would turn to me and say, David, we need to get our ducks in a row, he seemed to have this thing uh, about ducks in his proverbs. And that's sort of worldly wise proverbs that, that we might be uh, familiar with. But what is it, a biblical proverb? What's this uh, that we're looking at uh, today? Well, a biblical proverb is a little statement of, of truth given by God. A, a little nugget of wisdom that directs us into God's will. And it's easy to remember 
Each chapter of this book, of the book of Proverbs, has roughly 20 to 35 wise sayings. Each one of them is two small poetic lines long. So, for example, and you don't need to look it up, but if we were to look at Proverbs 10, verse 1, we'll see those two lines. A wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish son brings grief to his mother. Just two poetic lines, little chunks of godly wisdom, little tools for us to take and use to help guide us through the difficult um, decisions that we make uh, in life. Who wrote the book uh, of Proverbs? Solomon gives us his name and his credentials. Why is that important? Why, Why does he begin like this? Solomon, son of David, king of Israel wonder, do you ever go into work or, or school or, or the hospital uh, and some bloke uh, some, or some lady gets up uh, to the front and, and they begin by, by telling you about uh, their qualifications. <coughs> I'm Dr. So-and-so and I'm an expert in, in whatever. Well, they're not bragging. They're not boasting. But they know that we need to know that they know what they're talking about. We need to know that, that they know what they're talking about. And this is how Solomon begins uh, the book of Proverbs, by stating his credentials, and that's important, I think, for two reasons. Well, firstly, we know that Solomon knew that what he was talking about on this subject. Because Solomon, in an effort to find the meaning of life, of his own life in a sort of experiment Solomon tried everything he experimented with everything he tried money women even gardening business partying you name it Solomon tried it in his own words he said this I denied myself nothing my eyes desired I refused my heart no pleasure. Solomon was one of the few people who could really say, I have been there and I have done that. And after experimenting with everything that he could, he said this, he came to this conclusion, he said, fear God and keep his commandments. Young people, maybe you would love to to try out the world to experiment and and maybe you feel that perhaps you are missing out your friends are all out out there enjoying themselves and and you're stuck here Uh, in church well wise king solomon he he tested it he he tried it and it was all over he called it a meaningless vanity it actually quite depressed him pursuing pleasure says solomon is like chasing after the wind. You can grab at it, but you, you can't hold it. There's nothing there. And so to the to the young people and to the, the young at heart, Solomon uh, speaks, and he left a message especially for you. At one point he said, Remember your Creator in the days of your youth. In other words, while uh, you can. And when, when Solomon wrote the book of Proverbs, 
he had young people very much in mind. So verse 1 is important. Because Solomon knew what he was talking about. And he lived it out. Second thing is this. We'll see that some of Solomon's proverbs can be a little bit random. Maybe not as organized as uh, as we would like them to be. But Solomon states here that, that he's Solomon, son of David. King of Israel. Solomon's proverbs at times are a little bit Random, but the book of Proverbs place in scripture isn't random at all. God wants us to have it. He wants to have it, us to have it in our lives. He wants us to read it. He wants us to understand it. And he wants us to live by it and apply it every day uh, to our, our lives. These aren't the words of some unnamed, unimportant thinker or, or poet. They're the words of Solomon. Son of King David and King of Israel. So the book of Proverbs is worth our attention. It's worth sitting up today and paying attention to what Solomon has uh, to say. So uh, with regard to these opening verses, verses 1 to 7, with regard to wisdom, Solomon gives us six words of crucial importance for us to consider. They're, They're on the screen if you want to have a look. He talks about gaining wisdom, receiving wisdom, wisdom being given, listening. He talks about understanding and he talks about fearing. Let's have a look at that first word. Uh, It's found in in verse 2. Just have a wee look down there at verse 2. For gaining wisdom and instruction, for understanding words of insight. How do you know when someone from Northern Ireland really likes you. They start to insult you. That's how you know. And then they point out your, your flaws. But one of my favourites is this one. You're not wise in the head, we lad. We've heard that, haven't we? You're not wise. But it's so true. It's so true. We're not wise. We don't naturally make the right decision, the wise decision, all of the time. In fact, sin, the sin that that is within us, drives us to to grab at at the first thing that's available, the easiest thing, which perhaps isn't the wise uh, decision. And I've learned the hard way that the unwise, the impulsive decision in our Christian lives, down the road there will be, painful consequences but decisions made with godly wisdom applied can save us from some of those consequences so if you have a look at verse 2 it says that we need to gain wisdom we need to gain it it's something that we need to add to our little toolbox of Christian life skills in fact James tells us, you don't need to look it up, but James 1 verse 5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God. If any of you lack wisdom, then ask God. Christmas seems like a long uh, way away now, but at the Christmas break, I I watched the movie Aladdin, famous for his three wishes. 
Now imagine if God said to you today, ask for anything that you want and I'll give it to you. Ask for anything that you want and I will give it to you. What would you ask for? I wonder what you would ask for. Anything at all with no strings. What would you ask for? Solomon asked, God asked Solomon that very question. In 1 Kings 3, God said to Solomon, Ask for whatever you want me to give you. Ask for whatever you want me to give you. Do you know what Solomon asked for? He asked for wisdom. Christian, I wonder, are you struggling through life today? Are you always making the wrong decision? Tomorrow, today, when you pray, don't forget to ask God for wisdom. Gain wisdom, verse 2 says. Gain wisdom. If any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God. Second word then is receiving in verse 3. For receiving instruction in prudent behavior, doing what is right and just and fair. For receiving instruction in prudent behavior. Let's think about that word receiving uh, for a moment. I think we need to remember that in order to receive wisdom, just, just to, to be able to reach out and take it, we need to be teachable. We need to be teachable. We need to let go of, of our pride that, that says, don't tell me what to do. I'm going to do this my way. And that's hard to do. We need to receive wisdom and receiving wisdom from, from God's word involves trust. Like a child, we have to really reach out and just say to God, help me because I don't know what to do. We're not wise. Again, King Solomon stood at the altar before God and he said this, he said, I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. This was the king of Israel. I'm only a little child and I do not know how to carry out my duties. To receive wisdom, we've got to be humble. We've got to be teachable. We've got to be disciplined. And we'll have to have this childlike heart. And like Solomon, we have to admit that we don't know what to do. We have to receive wisdom. Look at the, the third word in verse 4. Giving. For giving prudence to those who are simple. Knowledge and discretion to the young. Again, here's a verse aimed uh, at the young people. Solomon's like one of the first youth pastors. Young people, life's hard. It's hard uh, for you. And it's like Solomon saying, these words of my book will help you in a difficult life. This wisdom, says Solomon, these proverbs, they will give you prudence. Prudence. Young people in the room today, I I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, I'm not sure that I want prudence. Prudence sounds just a wee bit boring. I think it's true to say that these days prudence has a bad reputation. Don't be such a prude, we say. But it just means this. 
to be cautious and to be careful when there's danger. Prudence means to be cautious when there's danger. And again, to the young people, there are many pitfalls for you in life. You live in a dangerous world. Solomon understood this. And that decision that you make today could affect the rest of your life. So be cautious. Think things through. Be prudent. Solomon wants to help you and me to avoid the pitfalls. And young people, he wants you to avoid the pitfalls of youth. Solomon says, gain wisdom. Gain it. And prudence. Stay safe. Guard your future by applying wisdom. Have a look uh, at verse 5. Listen. Listen. Verse 5 says, Let the wise listen and add to the learning. Let the discerning get guidance and understanding proverbs and parables, the sayings and riddles of the wise. Let the wise listen and add. We live in a world of add-ons. Upgrades and bolt-ons. You pay for the basic TV package. And before long you're invited to pay a little bit more for the premium service. And add-on. You book a flight. And then you're asked, do you want to add-on? Priority, boarding or Uh, A selected seat. Well Solomon says. Wisdom's a bit like that. There's always room. To upgrade. Even of others consider you to be a relatively wise. Person. uh, Already. Solomon says you're not. There yet. Solomon says get more. Let the discerning get guidance. If you've got it. Get more. Like a house that you keep adding rooms to. Or a library that you keep adding books to. Solomon says. Add learning. How? By listening. By listening. I wonder who you are listening to today. I wonder what information is filling your head. And with that information you form thoughts. Who are you listening to? Is it your Christian friends? Or is it your non-Christian friends? Is it the wisdom of the world? Or is it God's word? Is it the soap operas on TV? Or is it the songs on the radio? Who are you listening to? Christian, we can add to our our learning. And Solomon says, don't settle for second class wisdom. Solomon says, listen and add if you want to be wise. Who are you listening to? Why not listen to Christian music? Why not listen to good sermons online? Why not befriend an older Christian who you can listen to? And you can learn from their mistakes. Over the next few weeks we can listen 
to Solomon's advice from the book of Proverbs. But most importantly, Christian, listen to the prompting of the Holy Spirit in your life. We can add to our learning. Don't settle for the cheap seats when it comes to wisdom. Upgrade your wisdom package. And Solomon says when it comes to wisdom, go large. Let the wise listen and add to their learning. Fifth word in verse 6 is understanding. For understanding proverbs and parables, the sayings and riddles of the wise. It's hard for young people to imagine life without computers. Anybody remember that, what life was like uh, in those days? I managed to get through school, all of it, without ever seeing uh, a computer. In my early 30s, I realized that there would be no uh, avoiding them. But I didn't understand them. My experience to this point with the computer was to try and make words with my calculator and turn it upside down. That was about all I knew uh, about computers. And I remember the first time I sat in a course in work and, and the bloke at the front said just install the software into the hardware. And I'm thinking, what, what is software? Does, I can't even see it. I had no idea. I didn't understand. But just by spending time with people who understood computers, by listening to their conversations about Uh, computers by trying out what they told me to try I began to understand a little just a little on a level Christian life is like that too one commentator on Proverbs comments that Proverbs is like a conversation about understanding life and Solomon invites us to stand along beside him and to listen and to understand because we need to understand how God wants us to live on a day and daily basis let's just finish with that last word uh, fear verse 7 Solomon has been building to this verse 7 the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge but fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Solomon said, if you want real wisdom, if you want godly wisdom, if you want direction in life, if you want the life that God gives you, if you want the, the life that will bring you, you joy, then the fear of the Lord is the beginning. And it's the beginning of knowledge. You've got to start somewhere, Solomon tells us. In verse 7. And true wisdom begins by fearing God. You see wisdom. Without the one who created wisdom. Is just going to be a sad. It's going to be a pale and dangerous reflection. Of the real thing. If you want to experience real godly wisdom. In your life. In your Christian life. Then the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge this is where we begin 
But what is this fear? Ray Ortland said that it's not the type of fear that says, oh no, here comes God. I'm in for it. No, it's not that type of fear. So what is it? The beginning of true wisdom. A true understanding of life. A life that will be lived as well as we can live it in a fallen world. A life that will eventually be eternal. We can begin to grasp at that when we give God his rightful place. The fear of God when we respect him. When we obey him. When we prioritize him. And we love him. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. But the wise will give God his place. Maybe Jesus put it in a slightly different way. He said seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God. And then everything else will fall into place after that. The fear of God is the beginning of knowledge. You've got to start at the beginning, says Solomon. So fear him. Get your priorities in order. Where is God in your life? Is he out on the fringes somewhere? For the unbeliever here today, if you're not a Christian, that starting point is the cross. If you want to experience life to the full, a new life in Jesus, to understand life, then we begin by saying sorry for our sin and accepting Jesus as the Savior, as our Savior. And we start at the cross and make Jesus Lord of our lives. And we fear him. And to the believer, then seek first the kingdom of God. Begin by giving Jesus his rightful place in your life. The fear of God is the beginning of knowledge. Give God his rightful place. Put him first in every decision. Your your priority in every decision. Because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Maybe you could just pray before Pamela comes back up. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word today. We just pray that your Holy Spirit would just take your word and help us to understand. And when we realize that we are people who are not wise. And, and, and we need you in every decision. But teach us this fear of the Lord. Help us uh, to prioritize you and to love you more and put you at the, the beginning uh, of every decision that we make. Help us to seek first uh, the kingdom of God and then to find your way. And may we live our lives to your glory, Lord Jesus. Amen.